Well, greetings and salutations, and welcome to another fun-filled episode right here on the Superview Show's Mixed Bag coming to you live once again from the J-Cave. I am joined by Peter Griffin. What's going on, Peter Griffin? Hey, how you doing, JT? <laughs> so glad to have Peter Griffin here. Bill Murphy. Peter Griffin's here. What's up? Uh, and Meg. How are you, Meg? Hi. <laughs> Shut up. Better than the Meg on Family Guy. There we go. And we have none other than Mayor Adam West himself. Justin, I mean, Adam. I'm a tomato. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you guys know it seems today that all you see is violence and movies and sex on TV. But where are those good old fashioned values? Uh, Which we used to to. like. Lucky, Lucky there's a bubbly guy. guy. Lucky this. Lucky you positively can do Luckily, we're so off key that we're doing a copyrighted song. Okay, so um, well, we are screwed. He, this is our top 10 Family Guy episode. Yep, we might as well go forward with it. Unfortunately, our dear friend and fearless leader will not be participating in this. <laughs> How about this? If everyone could comment below... Saying JT should watch all of our number one Family Guy episodes. We want to see a reaction oh, to that. Man. And we should do it like a, a watch along. Yeah, I'm planning that one day. Because for those of you who don't know, our dear friend and fearless leader has never seen an episode of Family Guy. Shame. Shame. I know. I'm JT, sorry, everyone. <laughs> before we begin, I want to ask. Why haven't you ever watched Family Guy? Can I, be, can I be brutally honest with you all, you guys? You can no. be brutally honest all no, you want. No, I want you to lie to me. It just never... I'm not going to say different, it didn't appeal to me. I just... I never... I never tuned into it. I never watched it. it whenever I would see it on TV, I just naturally would just say, ah, it's a, it's, a, it's Family Guy. I, 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 not that I hated or loved it. I just never have seen it. I have no... I don't really have an opinion of it. So I can't really say much. But uh, but as you can clearly tell, everyone, tonight's topic is uh, not me because I have not seen this, but I'm just doing the control controls tonight. But tonight's show is on the top 10 Family Guy episodes by uh, Meg, Peter Griffin and Mayor Adam West over here. So um, they're going to share their top 10 Family Guy episodes with all of you tonight here. And if you're listening to us, great. If not. You know, you're watching us live. Great, whatever. This is going to be a good one tonight. I can feel it. So let's start where all things should start with Mayor Adam West. <laughs> a wise choice, fellow citizen. Are we going with the honorable mentions first? Whatever you guys want to do. I'm just here. I'm here just controlling the okay, so, stuff here. So. Shoot, I forgot about honorable mentions. Well, I guess I... I have a few. Um, don't I'm not gonna pronounce it, but it's the reverse Family Guy episode where every everything was happening in reverse. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Exactly. Two hundredth episode of Family Guy. Now, <laughs> Young Yuma. It's creative. <clears throat> it's funny. <laughs> it's wacky. It's Really embraces the doing Brian dynamic. Um, oh my god, that scene was just awful. <laughs> the whole episode to me scarred me. 
yeah like i knew it was gonna be a special episode when it, it used the ferris bueller uh reference this is when brian goes berserk oh Okay, what's your other uh, all this to get his tail whipped? Um, yeah, that's my only real uh, honorable mention. Okay, so that's uh, sorry, not Justin, that's Mayor Adam West's first honorable mention. Do I uh, do you want to do honor? Let's get honorable mention out of the way. Let's go to um, Peter Griffin himself. Well, I got a couple honorable mentions, one is called Family Goy. Uh, oh, oh, this is the one with the this JT. This is the one that had the one the Justice League introduction. Oh, hold on. This is the one where they first the Kathy Ireland cutaway guy with the cut cut out, and then after making up with Lois, finds out that Lois may have a lump, a lump, and finds out it's not. Took into gen, took into history and saying that um Lois is Jewish. Peter starts to embrace her Jewish faith, but then gets haunted by the ghost of his devout Catholic father and finds out that, and and it starts some tension. I gotta admit, it kind of pokes fun at anti-Semitism, but in a fun way. Okay, for those of you who are about to cut your pearls on things here, to Seth MacFarlane, there is no sacred cow. Everything is up for grabs. <laughs> and nothing's off limits. But, and would you guys agree with me on that, Meg? Yeah. Mayor yeah. West, nothing is up, nothing is off the table. Everything is up for grabs. For better or worse. Yeah, and that's the thing with Seth MacFarlane. Nothing is sacred. And another episode... I regret putting this on the list, but I couldn't know where to put it because I just thought of it now. Um, it was the episode, I don't know the name of it. It's the episode when Chris gets expelled from school and and he, oh, gets, and he has to go to the rich people's school. Yes, and you know, and that started it was one of, if not first, one of the best family guy cutaway gags ever. The tuba? <laughs> okay. Stop it! Cut it out! I have a gland of That'll be seventy-five dollars. But no, um, but no, the uh, the chicken fight. Oh yeah, that was a chicken well, fight the, episode. That was when the chicken fight started because there's been multiple chicken fights. Oh, no, that story. That we'll one was one of the first chicken by, by the the second we one, but it was like, wow, it's not like the high school's going to take him back. Oh, crap. And the chicken comes in and they start killing each other. And then, and then the, and it goes, why are we fighting? And they goes, I don't know. I think it was about a coupon or something. Oh, you know what? I really suck. Hey, how did my wife and I take you after that? Oh, yeah. Oh, 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 it was that one. <laughs> and that's a fun one. They start fighting over the bill and then yep. they start doing it again. And then Peter comes back all beat up. Goes, well, well, it's not like the high school is going to take him back. 
So yeah, I I love that chicken fight. It's so great. That is one of the better chicken fights. Um, (laughs) And then, and then, okay. My my final honorable mention is I Dream of Jesus. Oh, yes, wow. we'll get there in a second. I promise. Um, Jesus comes back to Kohog and he becomes friends with Peter. And then Jesus lets the fame go to his head, and at the end he neglects Peter. Goes to jail, then Peter, then, then, then Jesus goes back to heaven. And then, and of course, it's a okay episode. The premise is pretty creative, but I think we all know the real reason why we remember it. No, don't wait, please. Haven't you heard? No. No. Don't you know about the bird? Yep, that was the episode that started it. Oh my god. That was the episode that started that running gag. But we all know when it reached its maturity and became the ultimate joke was when Peter Griffin was playing a soft version of it on the stereo while Carter was uh Making up to uh, Babs. Babs. <laughs> you now just want to go smash that bucket again. Bird. Bird. Birds. The word. Uh, Peter, I think I'd like to do this by myself. Oh. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, those are my honorable mentions. Oh, so you're Stewie now? I had to go dump back into that little shithole place. Yeah. All right, Stewie. <laughs> all right. I'm going to talk about Stewie, my honorable mentions. Stewie, lay it on us, all right? Your honorable mentions. Go ahead. All right. My first one is Don't Be a Dickens. Chris, the Family Guy Christmas Carol with Patrick Swayze in it. I don't know. I just love, I don't know why. I just loved it. I, honestly, they showed one of my favorite parts of SNL, doing the whole Chippendale thing in the end. And there were just all Peter was Chris Farley. Yes. Another one was the episode where Chris Griffin goes to space camp called Space Cadets. Oh, yeah. That one, I think, had the Monty Python, you know, opening, which I showed JT. One of my other honorable mentions is Back to the Pilot. I mean, yes, it is a Road to episode. But this is the episode where they try to find Brian's ball that he buried in 1999. And it just caused the whole paradox, weirdness, nonsense where multiple Brian's and well, We might be talking about this episode in a little bit more detail. Yeah, I'll let you go into that one. Um, I have two more. Actually, three more. But my next honorable mention is Halloween on Spooner Street. I, I mean, it really probably the best Halloween episode they had. Where you had Brian beat up. Oh, people. yeah. And no. you also, I mean, seven minutes, probably one of the weirdest parts of this episode is the seven minutes in the closet. Oh, my God. Yes. I will say the magic word. The secret word today is incest. You, 
You know what? You know what my favorite part of that is? <laughs> What's your favorite part? Halloween is a bigger letdown to be the Mets fan. <laughs> I got one Open more. Open day, but- and here's the first pitch. Strike, and the season's over. <laughs> All right. My final one is actually the first two Family Guy Star Wars episode. I will be mentioning the other one. In yeah, I forgot season. about those. So I went Blue Harvest, Something Something Dark Side, pretty much talking about episodes four and five. The Star Wars episode six is in my top ten, so I'll go more in depth with it. But there's just so much parodies along this whole thing. I, I they're on my list too, but I just put them all as one. So oh, you did. Yeah. Okay. You know what? I'm not gonna tell you when they're on my list, but like the certain episodes, like the Road Tubes and the Star Wars parodies, I just put it all in one. Really? I split them all. Surprise, Bill. But that's it for my honorable mention. Hey, you do it your way. I do it my way. Um. So how do you want to do? How do you want to do this? You want to go ten, then nine, and then go from there? Well, that's how we always do it. Okay. So who wants to start with their number ten? Oh, good question. I mean, I mean, I guess I'll start. All right, Justin, what's your number ten? Or Mayor West, what's your number ten? My number ten is going to be Peter's Progress. Oh, gosh! So this is the episode where Peter and the gang um, are meeting with a seer who sees into their past selves and find out who they used to be. Fun fact, Quagmire was Jack the Ripper in a previous life. Giggity. Giggity. Um, and it turns out that uh, Peter Griffin was a descendant of, what was his name? Griffin Peterson? Yes. And who was the founder of Quahog. Oh. Hmm. I remember this episode. Trying to escape the persecution of King Stewie. (laughs) And and to marry Carter's daughter, who is to wed King Stewie, who happens to be Lois. I got to admit, that part's a little creepy. Incest once again. Magic word, people. When they do these kind of shorts, they don't care. They're, I mean, you're thinking about it, but they don't care. Of course, they don't care. And the way they defeat uh, King Stewie at the end is this talent contest straight out of Revenge of the Nerds. In fact, yes, they do the same musical number as in uh, uh, Revenge of the Nerds, and it's it's pretty surreal. You know what I love? What 
when Stewie's top guy, who was played by Chris, he holds when he um when he goes, okay, let me get your fingers out. Go ahead. If you want to leave your buddy here and want a peach, you better give me. He goes, go ahead. You kill her. I kill. You go ahead. You kill him. I kill her. Go ahead. You kill her. I kill him. Go ahead. You kill him. I kill her. Oh my god. I love that episode. I love that part. It's so funny. So yeah, that's my number 10. Number 10. All right. Who's next? Do you want to go next or do you want me to go next? I guess I'll go next. Um, My number 10. This is called Friends of Peter G. God damn it, Bill. What is that on your list? Yeah. It's a little higher, but yeah. <laughs> well, guess what that means. We swipe right. We swipe right. Yippee. So anyway, okay. So for those of you who haven't seen the episode, it's in Peter and Brian get caught for drunk driving and sentenced to AI. And it turned and it turns out in the meeting, they get bored and they're like, only 90, only like three months more of these McDonough. And then, and then it turns, and then they decide, no, people, they don't just get better. They just get addicted to AA. So they start drinking. And then when the cops come, they, they do a, an, Awesome version, I must say. Uh, oh my god, it's a great version of Mr. Booze from the movie. Okay, what what movie is that from, Mr. Mr. Hotshot? Um, wasn't it Robin, Robin in the Hood or something like Robin that? Robin in the Seven Hoods, which is a Robin in the Seven Hoods. I was close. A very no, I, I give you credit, which is a very underappreciated Rat Pack movie, and. And it's, I think it's the only one that doesn't have Peter Lorre in it. Hmm. Because that was around the time when Frank Sinatra and Peter Lorre's then brother-in-law, who just happened to be the president of the United States, John F. Kennedy, got into a big spat. And hmm. Peter Lorre and Frank Sinatra got into it. And he was replaced in that movie by Bing Crosby. Um. Anyway... Their great version of Mr. Booze. And then they all get drunk. And then Peter gets in a car accident and dies. But who comes? Death. Yeah. Death is the group. Hey, Justin, please be Rosie O'Donnell. Please be Rosie O'Donnell. Please be Rosie O'Donnell. Is it? <laughs> and then he. That, that was like that was part of the joke. It wasn't that I was like, ah, God damn it. He was like, wait, is that? <laughs> um, but what I re- it shows if P- if Peter continuing being a stupid drunk, which is him being basically abusive to his family, but then also shows him an alternative. What if he just stopped drinking altogether and never touched a drop? And it turns out to be Justin. How would you describe him? Um. Basically, just like a Mormon version of Peter Griffin or something like that. 
if that makes sense. Or just like the most clean cut version of Peter. But you know what I really love? It's the, it's, I, I really love the message of this episode though. Yeah, it's a message of moderation. It's like, it's like, oh God, when I drink, I'm a jerk. But when I don't, I'm just boring. It was, that's the thing. It's called moderation. Put the, put the bottle down every now and then. Hmm. Learn when to cut yourself off. And, and you know what? The message of this story is, of course, moderation. Listen, I know some people have, if you, if you do have an addiction to anything, whether it be alcohol, gambling, you know, please do go get help. Um, but these type of vices aren't necessarily evil. They're only evil if you let them become evil. Does that make sense? Yeah. They're only evil if you let them become evil. Hmm. And this, there are times that, you know, like, listen, if you do struggle with something like alcoholism, then, yeah, you need to go get some help. Um, But, you know, if you can learn to say, okay, maybe, okay, I need... I, I just need some balance and I need to know, okay, maybe I'll, I can cut myself back here. Like you just gotta, you just gotta learn that moderation. And that is the premise of this episode. All right, Stewie, over to you. All right. So my number 10 for me, I love when they do the episodes where they parody certain plays and literatures. So mm-hmm. my number 10 is 12 and a half angry men. Where Mayor West over here gets put on trial for a murder. We don't know if he committed or not. It wasn't me. It was the one armed man. <laughs> so pretty much this is like the crazier version of 12 angry men. Which actually does have one woman, Miss Consuela. No, no, no. Mr. Mr. Peter. (laughs) I mean, literally, probably the one person who's always going against everything is Carter. Yep. And Brian is the one causing all the all the chaos. (laughs) And this is around the time where everyone was starting to really think, wow, Brian's an asshole. He's been an asshole since day one. Not, not really, though. What'd you say, Justin? I think that started around, like, season six or seven. Like, he was more of the... The voice of reason, and... Granted, yes, mouthpiece of Seth MacFarlane, but not to the extent he is now. Mm-hmm. And because, and because now he's basically, he's like that guy, you know, who's really smart. Let's say the guy went to like, I don't know, Harvard or, you know, some very prestigious school and has to show off that he went to some very prestigious school. He He's the prick from Goodwill Hunting who likes apples. Mm-hmm. He's that guy like, oh, yeah, so I mentioned I went to Harvard. Um, and, yeah, he's become that guy who is just so insufferable. Mm. 
Like, if you were to hang out with someone like Brian Griffin, would you think, okay, this guy's fucking insufferable. I need to go. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I kind of also realized with this episode, you also got to see, uh, again, other people shine out as their characters. You get to see more shine out. You get to see the doctor. I think the guy who runs a comic book store, Tom Tucker, Consuela. Forgot who the guy who was the foreman was. Really, this was like one of their moments where they got to shine as the leads. And for those of you who have never watched 12, who have never read the play or saw 12 Angry Men, read it. It's a really good play. It is amazing. Then go watch this because this probably will make more sense to you. All right, but that's my number 10. All right, Mayor West, over to you for number nine, Peter Geist. Wait, is this the one where Stewie gets stuck in the TV? Yep. And the only way out is through Meg's butt. Yeah, this this episode puts the Griffins through the ringer. <laughs> Like direct, it is like Seth MacFarlane's ode to Poltergeist. It, it, it's creepy as the animation is actually really creepy as hell at points. Like that, uh, one of those images shows uh, Hank Hill from King of the Hill. Um, and the reason because of that is Peter peels off his face bit by bit flesh and blood and all to eventually reach Hank like that's the kind of episode this is it is absolutely nuts like Hank from King of the Hell yeah oh my gosh And yeah, um, Stewie gets stuck in the TV. Um, only way out is through Meg's butt. Like, it's... <laughs> oh my god, look at all that goo. That's goo, not anything else, right? Hmm. Oh my god! Allie! <laughs> Are we sure it's not anything else? It's probably just goo, though, right? Probably just goo. Yeah, let's go with that. Oh, yeah, and Bruce has the seance guy. So what his name was, Bruce. Oh, no. He's got, like, a job in every new episode. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a job in, like, every episode. (laughs) That's actually a runny gag in the mobile game. (laughs) <laughs> yeah I'm going extended lore now any comments on this JT no he has nothing I abstain you abstain 
Well, you better enjoy those number one number one episodes we have. I'll watch your number ones just so I get a taste. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So anyway. But anyway, you know what gag I love in there when they have Peter? It's like the time you built that balcony in the in the room that it has Statler and Waller, aka the two old guys from the Muppets. Um, <laughs> that was that was on tonight's episode of Lost. So, guys, what do you think of it? It's the title. The title's correct. I couldn't follow any of it. <laughs> you stay out. That is my ultimate goal thing. in life when I retire. What, become the old guys in the become market? a puppet? <laughs> no, to become an old geezer in the balcony heckling all the youngsters. <laughs> oh. I think that's all of our goal one day. JT, would you want to join us in our goal? Maybe. And when we become old, we'll just become Be old. Be puppets geezer. with us, JT. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Yeah, I will be stuck glued together by, by this one person's hand. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Anything else, Justin, on this one? I just love how creative this episode was. Like it, it was. This was a a real horror episode. Okay. My okay. You ready for my number nine? Yeah. Yeah. My number nine is, since today is the first day of Pride Month, I think this is appropriate, Family Gay. Uh, oh. Happy Pride Month, everybody. This episode is... Okay, so Peter and his shenanigans... Shenanigans! 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 He, after told the bias... Can of beads and come straight home. What does he buy? Please. He buys a horse. Oh, he buys a horse. You bought a horse? <laughs> you bought a horse? <laughs> I just love that. And the horse is brain damaged. <laughs> I love when they go, when he goes, You see, this horse will like a fine addition to our family. And then the horse. He's like, you know what? Uh, I don't want to be psychotic. Everybody pee. But Peter, everybody pee now. Now. Oh, God. Stewie, we're an unusual family. Um, but anyway, you see the all the, the things with the horse. Um, it, it, the horse is probably the best part of the episode. I will admit that. Um, and, and they run in a, in a race. And they, they, he goes, I love that part where he goes, why are these, why are these horses named after canceled Fox sitcoms? And he goes, and Till Death, you named our baby Till, you named our horse Till Death. <laughs> and, and then after all the damage, leaves the Griffins in financial deficit. And Peter gets rid of the horse by throwing the horse through Mort's, go through Mort's pharmacy. Oh, yeah. And then to pick up the money is to participate in medical experiments. And this last one is, and the last one is saying that 
injects it with the gay gene, saying that homosexuality is genetic. Okay, guys, it's just the show. Everyone calm down. And then Peter starts acting stereotypically gay. Wouldn't you guys say that's a good depiction? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, very flamboyant, very 90s gay. You know what? It was a very quick conversation we can have. Do you think the portrayal there is a little problematic, yes or no? Um... I mean, I think it's a product of its time. Well, this was made in 2009, but... Well, it's been a while since I've seen this episode. I mean, again, this was 2009. I mean, nowadays, if they try to redo this, they would probably get more criticism. Yes. You got to look at it this way. The last time a majority of Americans opposed gay marriage was 2010. So we was we were evolving at this time, but we we were starting to change our perspective. And they do, and so Peter ends up leaving Lois for this gentleman on the screen. And they do poke fun at conversion therapy. Like putting him in a what they call a straight camp. Yeah. Even though, listen, conversion therapy is absolutely heinous and atrocious and sick. And, but again, you got to think of it this way it's Seth MacFarlane. Mm -hmm. He may, and Seth MacFarlane is very pro gay rights. He makes fun of he makes fun of everything, wouldn't you guys say? Yeah. And they're not praising it, they're making fun of that. I would say like the conversion therapy stuff, they're not saying it, they're making fun of it, of how ridiculous it is. That's how I take it. I don't know how you guys take it if you saw the episode, but I take it they're poking fun at how ridiculous it is. Um, because you can't just turn straight no and Mm -hmm. i think that's what that episode's doing they're making fun of it and saying yeah this is that whole concept of conversion therapy is absolutely ridiculous um but i also love when they're um they do a parody of blazing saddles Uh, oh wow where they're doing like the dance thing when they're on the top hats and stuff and you know that scene in blazing saddles screw this i work for mel brooks yes on the yeah. face. And then <laughs> thank you. And then so Peter goes back with the guy. They're about to, you know, consummate the relationship. But then it turns out back in the lab, oh, homosexuality isn't genetic. And then Peter turns straight again at the end of the episode. Meg goes, so we're never going to talk about this again. He goes, exactly, honey. <laughs> and the final appears with the horse. Mort throws it through their window and goes, take your freaking horse back. (laughs) So I think this episode, I wouldn't say it's problematic, but it's dated. But 
looking back at it, how it does poke fun at, like, again, it pokes fun at homophobia. It doesn't encourage it. It pokes fun at it. And I really do like this episode. I think it's funny. And I I like it. So that's my number nine, Family Gay. All right. Allie, over to you. So I know some people are going to criticize. This is low on my list, but I have so many others that are higher. My number nine is Stewie Loves Lois. Oh, yeah. It's kind of like the one time Stewie actually loves Lois because he repairs Rupert for him. And all Stewie wants now is just to have Lois' attention. Mom, 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 mommy, 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 which is always the opposite because Lois loved Stewie, but Stewie hates Lois. I mean, there's a whole two-part episode. I don't know if it's on your list where Stewie tries to kill Lois, Lois tries to kill Stewie. Nah, I didn't put it on my list. I have it on mine. You'll see when we get there. Oh, boy. All right. Wait. Oh, wait. Wait, this is the episode where Peter realizes about the evil monkey in Chris's closet? Evil. The evil monkey. But the evil monkey lives in my closet. Oh, wait. So this is the one where Peter and Chris have that feud. With the monkey. Hmm. No, I think it's the Ooh, one when um when Lois um no when Peter gets the prostate exam. Wait, so that's a Peter story in this episode, then, right? Yeah, there is a back there is a B plot. And that's when Peter does. Peter refuses to get a prostate. Does he try to sue Doctor Hartman? Yeah. Oh, when he thought he got sexually harassed. Mm. <laughs> now I see it. Mm. Yeah, but anything else you guys have to talk about with Stewie loves Lois? I think it's a fun episode. It's pretty funny. Yeah. But yeah, that's my number nine. All right, Mayor West. All right. All right. My number eight, boys and girls. Is blind ambition. 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 Oh, oh, Peter goes blind in this episode? Oh, what does another tip fight? Oh, yeah, I forgot. I will be completely honest. I forgot about the chicken fight. We need more chicken fights in Family Guy. <laughs> Especially in the newer seasons. Seth McFarland, uh, bring back the chicken fight. The reason I chose this episode is because of the blind subplot. I really did enjoy the... um. Peter trying to get recognition for something, so he ate all these nickels, and for some reason, the nickel poisoning or something like that gave him blindness. Um, so he's trying to go about his normal life as a blind person, watching TV, going to the bar, um, 
bathroom, and it goes about as well as, as expected. Then the bar sets on fire, and Horace, the barkeep, gets trapped under a beam. Does and he die in this episode? No, not in this episode. That's a later episode. Oh, because I know Jermaine takes over the clan yes. later. Yes. Wait, was Brian trying to be his guide dog as well, and then they replaced him with somebody else? Yes, I think so. Yes. yes. And um, Peter ends up saving Horace somehow, not realizing the bar was on fire at any point until someone asked him, how did how are you so brave to save that man from the fire? And that he was like, that freaking place was on fire. And then they do the um the award ceremony from the original Star Wars, which anyone who knows me, I am a sucker for that scene. I am a sucker for that score. It just hit all the right check marks. And yes, the Quagmire's plotline was a little problematic, I will admit, but it's still funny as hell. Mm. I love the Chewbacca thing at the end. That was great. <laughs> yeah, but we will admit the Quagmire subplot is problematic. Yeah, and that's been like ongoing throughout the whole series. I think this is probably no, never mind. I retract that statement. Okay. So is it over to me? Yeah. Yes. Okay, my, my number eight is three kings. Oh, the Stephen King episode. Yes. So for those um, of you, it's um it's um all right, so here's the one. Here's the episode. They go to the Peter is like, hi, Peter Griffin here. Um, my wife Lois keeps telling me to stop watching TV and read more books. So I one of the greatest authors of our time, Stephen King. So they do parodies of Stand By Me, which Justin, I'm gonna see if you know this. What was the original name of the Stand By Me short story? The body. Correct. I wouldn't I know that. What was that, Allie? I wouldn't know that. I should read more Stephen King, though. Yeah, but anyway, they did Stand By Me, Misery. Ooh. Yeah. And Shawshank Redemption. Oh, Shawshank. Three in particular was great. W- wait, what was that? I said Misery in particular was great with the... <laughs> Um, yeah, and that one you have Kathy Bates's Stewie is Kathy Bates's character, and <laughs> Brian is James yeah. Conn's character. Oh, and and you had the gang Quagmire, Cleveland, Joe, and Peter as the kids. Joe actually kid. walking, you know, until something happened. No. Another train. Another train. <laughs> yeah, twice. Oh no! And then it, 
and then in the uh, misery one, um, Joe gets kneecapped by Stewie. Oh, wow. And then in Sawshank, I think they just like kneecapped him with like the police batons. I feel like there's always a running gag. Like that's the running gag for the Kings. And I'll be honest, when I talk about the Star Wars one, you know I'm going to talk about Meg. Well, I'll tell you right now, they always do something with Meg in the Star Wars episode. Yeah, they always make her a creature. (laughs) I love with um, the Shawshank Redemption when they're when I, I love that when they go when they're playing the um music up over the uh the, it ain't no yeah. and anyway and I love that part where they go so we can use some music in here and the warden who's played by Carter music yeah. is forbidden in prison rules are you being so obtuse what was that obtuse you beat obtuse Thirty days in the hole. I'm being obtuse. No, now you're being acute. Math joke. Um, and I like at the end when they go when they're saying, "Do you remember that place in Mexico I told you?" Like in the end of Shawshank Redemption, and Cleveland goes, "Who's playing Morgan Freeman's character?" Crap. <laughs> and Peter's like, "Where is he? I can't go to the authorities. I just broke out of prison." Oh. Um, and then thank you, Stephen King. We'll see you in court. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that scene in in the Misery parody when when Brian is driving down, oh God, Stephen King, and then he swears off, and then Stephen King goes, "This would be a good idea for a story," and he's writing it while he's when he's up, he goes, "Done." <laughs> I wonder if that was a real Stephen King. We'll have to look again and see. Or I what if he wasn't involved? I wonder what Stephen King thought of this episode. Hmm. I'm sure he probably would have gotten a good laugh out of it. Probably would have enjoyed it. I probably thank Seth MacFarlane for giving him an honor for giving yeah. him a homage. So yeah, I really do like this episode. It's it's a fun one. Okay, next. All right, it's me. So my number eight is called Lego My Mego. This is the episode where Meg goes on a study abroad program in Paris only oh. to get kidnapped. And Stewie and Brian have to now go and try to rescue Meg. And probably one of my favorite scenes in this episode is when Stewie tries to dress up as a prostitute. Just, as you do. <laughs> and literally just dances to California girls to get money. And Brian has to bail him out with like $500,000, which once again, we know Brian is an asshole. He also does not know how to bid. He's a dog. What do you expect? (laughs) He's a smart dog. He should know better. But yet, I felt like this was probably the one moment, yes, Meg got sold to somebody, but this somebody she got sold to actually loved her. Yeah, that's the sad irony of this episode. I'm like, why can't you let Meg be happy without something happening? Like, honestly, in one of the more recent episodes, she stays in Russia to get married to a guy only for the guy to use her for a green card. Oof. I thought you were going to mention the uh, soft rock cruise where her 
boyfriend to be gets decapitated. Oh. And there's also the episode where Meg gets a makeover and gets used. Hmm. Yeah, but I think we realized in this episode, why can't, although yes, Meg was in trouble, why can't you just let her be happy? Because it's Meg. Shut up, Meg. <laughs> she doesn't deserve to be happy. I think the Storm episodes explains it perfectly. Uh, anybody have that episode in their top ten? Because I know I don't. I don't. I don't. That she she's always a scapegoat for the Griffin family's problems. Yeah, and some people consider that one of the worst episodes. I did. I mean, I felt like it felt so bad for Meg. It's like the moment she yeah, finally that was a bad up, episode. That was not a good episode. I know. Yeah, okay. that was a hard one. Okay. Number. Anything else for this episode? Or are we good? I think we're good. I've actually never seen this episode, so well, let's go to number. Seven. Lucky number seven. Mayor West. We kind of touched on this a little bit. But back to the pilot. Ah! (laughs) Yes, we're going back to the pilot, JT. So, as you said, they go back into time to find Brian's ball they go back to the first episode and it's so bizarre because you get to see all the changes, the aspect ratio is different, the animation style is different, and as you can see um, in that picture with the two Stewies, they are using the 99 backgrounds with the modern um, characters just inserted. Um, it's a bizarre episode, and what ends up happening is Brian decides to use this opportunity to, thanks to his ego, become a hero by stopping 9-11 from happening. No! <laughs> Brian, you asshole! And in causing uh, 9-11 to not happen, uh, George W. Bush lost the 2004 election and convinces the South to secede from the Union again, causing a second civil war and apocalyptic uh, an apocalyptic situation, causing uh, Stewie and Brian to go back in time to stop themselves from from stopping 9-11 only for another version of them to stop them only for another version to stop the so people stopping them don't give any investment advice oh. don't do this just go back to your own zones no 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 I'm coming from the, the near 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 future what he needs to go out to do is actually turns out okay what they're going to do is much much worse <laughs> and also, Justin, when you brought up the whole 9-11 thing, you know why um, Seth MacFarlane pokes fun at 9-11? Um, he was going to be on that flight. Yes, he was supposed to go on the flight to go into one of the towers, but he but he missed his flight because he was hung over the next day. Ah. Um, because he was, yeah, he missed his flight because he was hung over. Um, oh, the best hangover of his life. 
Um, Sorry. But yeah, um, I think that's why Seth MacFarlane pokes fun at 9-11 so much in those episodes. That it with the back to the pilot? Uh, yeah, that's it for back to the pilot. It's just bizarre. Okay. Are we ready for my number seven? Yes, we are. My number seven is the three directors. <gasps> oh, yay! Ah. This is the episode we described. Wes Anderson style, Quentin Tarantino style. I forgot the third style. Michael Bay. And Michael, Michael Bay. Bay style. Yes. It's like we're, you're going to see three directors of their version of Peter gets fired. The play, the play is off. The play <laughs> is back on. Yeah. Anyway, I love the um the. The Quentin Tarantino one is great. The Michael Bay one's kind of the Michael Bay one is just you know the poking fun at Michael Bay, which is explosions. Yes, Megan yes. Fox's ass. The Takanawa eighty-eight for Tarantino. Yes, and then all the blood. You also have to mention Tarantino with blood. Kill Bill. <laughs> but my favorite one was actually, believe it or not, was actually the Wes Anderson one. Oh, was this the one where they tried to put a play? Yes. Yes, and they're like, what about the play? The play is off. The play is off. We must summon the children. My brother Chris was an escape artist and a doctor. Oh my goodness. Our dog Brian was in the, um, was, I don't, it was in the pickleball tournament. I hate to tell you that I've been relieved of my duties. But what about the play? The play is on hold temporarily. I don't have access to the brewery with all the tape and stuff going, we could get you that. The play is back on. <laughs> um, yeah, I really liked the West. I think the West Anderson one was probably my favorite. Um, but this is just such a fun episode of them exploring the different directed styles of different directors. I thought this was a fun episode. To watch. I wish this was on my top 10 or honorable mention, but I'm glad we get to talk about it. It's so good. <laughs> oh, I forgot to mention the Michael Bay with the beefy muscles that everybody has. Yeah. Why do all the actors have to have muscles? Not just muscled, oiled up muscles. <laughs> okay. Men want to see every nook and cranny on that. <laughs> what if they did a Marty Scorsese parody? Oh. Uh, that would have to go on uh, HBO Max or Hulu or something like that. They won't air that on TV. I also want to see a Spike Lee version in the future. So, yeah, so Seth MacFarlane, you better start taking our ideas. We'll charge you. Part two, three directors. Yeah, so that's my number seven. All right, Ellie. My number seven is called Grim Job. So this is the episode where Peter tells the story of Little Red Riding Hood, of Jack and the Beanstalk, and of Cinderella. Grim as in Gr Brother Grim. Oh, Grim job. Yes. Grim. You don't know the Grim brothers? No, well, he knows. I know the Grim brothers. 
Yeah, Stewie couldn't fall asleep, so Peter reads a story to him. I think probably one of the funniest jokes is there's a couple, there's a lot of fun jokes in there. So many. <laughs> I mean, where do you get Jack and the Beanstalk? I mean, number one, you have hard playing. Oh my God, Meg's one of the stepsisters. Yes, that's a You know what? It, it's it's a step up for her, even though she is still ugly. <laughs> Shut up, Meg. Oh my goodness. So I'll talk about Jack and the Beanstalk quickly. Brian ends up being the cow, of course. I mean, we know the whole story of Jack and the Beanstalk. Mm-hmm. Peter goes up and literally, I think, he goes to the Beanstalk with his coach telling him to climb up or something. I think we know the whole story. Stewie becomes a goose that lays a golden egg. Quagmire tries to chop the tree down because he wanted to see Little Miss Muffet's Tuffet. We know where that's going. Gaby. <laughs> Red Riding Hood. We know Stewie becomes Red Riding Hood and realizes how long the woods is. Brian, of course, the asshole's a wolf in this one who eats up Mrs. Peter Schmidt and, you, and impersonates Stewie really well because it's another Seth MacFarlane asking for some cool whip. Wait, what? Cool whip. I used that pie without cool whip. 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 Now say cool whip. 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 Cool whip. 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 Yeah. And Stewie knowing, oh gosh, you were going with the whole thing. My, what big eyes you have. My, what big nose. Oh yeah, enough. At least you're not going to get killed by the woodsman. By who? Peter Griffin. Of a chainsaw. Aha! It was psychotically killing not only Brian, but Babs Peter and just go randomly killing people. I forgot Chris Griffin being the giant and Jack and the Good stuff. And then the Cinderella story. I mean, we know Lois is Cinderella. Stepmothers. I think they said Lois somehow, I don't know. There was like a joke about Midas with gold. We know the whole story, Cinderella, something like that. Mayor West. Be- Becomes a fairy godmother. And I think Brian, of course, again, a dog, this time becomes a horse. <laughs> Joe being the carriage. <laughs> this hurts. This hurts. So bad for Joe. Poor Joe. I know. I mean, we know the whole story of Cinderella and all that. And in the end, they say, oh, Cinderella and Prince Charming live happily ever after and then got a divorce a year later. Oh, but this was actually a really fun episode to watch. Yeah. I didn't realize something. All the episodes where they do a three stories or three parts to it, it shows three different segments, are the best episodes. Yeah, they, they're usually their better efforts. They That's when they can go just all out with the creativity. Yes. They just did an episode where they did the three Oscars, three Oscar winning movies, Silence of the Lambs, yes. Swamp, and what's the other one? And they just keep playing two princes. <laughs> now, I not like when they do this or the three kings or the three directors episode, it really just gets to show them to do the creativity. And even some of their other stuff we'll talk about later because I know there's a few we're going to talk about. But that's my number seven. Hunter Six, 
Now, I think we're going to have to skip me for six because we kind of already covered it with Friends of Peter G. Okay. If you want to give your quick synopsis of it. You basically covered, Bill, you basically covered all the bases on it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the... I will say the beginning was really funny. I, like, I just love how Brian, instead of being the voice of reason, was like, no, I'm with you. Let's get him. Let's, let's kick the screen's ass. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, but besides that, I have nothing to add. Okay, my number six is... Okay, and I put both parts on it because it's a two-part episode. Stewie kills Lois and Lois kills Stewie. Ah, yes! Hmm. So, so for anyone who hadn't seen both episodes, the first part is Brian gets Brian gets Stewie, Brian gets Lois a cruise ticket Get a cruise ticket for her birthday, and thinking he's she's going to take him, she takes Peter. Well, Peter's her husband. I just want to say the whole Brian and Lois thing—it just got weird over the course of the show. Yeah, like yeah. The, the first time when that was addressed, it's like you know you have it's like you know you have that opposite sex friend who you have feelings for, but you don't want to ruin the but you don't want to jeopardize the friendship. Then it just got more and more toxic. Yeah, because the first time it was just like, okay, I have feelings for Lois. She's my friend, but I don't want to jeopardize our relationship now. But then he's basically, and I would say, Brian is basically waiting for Peter to die so he can swipe in. Oh, gosh. Once you think about it. I know that's toxic beyond belief, but... Anyway... Stewie kills Lois, so... so. No. Okay, I'm going to do in the words of Ollie. Stewie kills Lois. Pin him up, Blake. Pin in court. Lois is alive. Yeah, but that was part two. But anyway, so Stewie That's ends... That's the beginning of part two, where Ollie explains what happens in part one. I love that part when... Man, I miss these multi-parters. When, when, well, when Brian says, you're going to go... When she comes back, you're going to come crying and stanking her and loving her, and then you're going to fall asleep and poop. And then, and then Stewie, the next, when news that Lois is dead, he go, she goes, you said it best, Brian. I'm just going to go get my bottle, fall asleep and poop. And like, oh, God, Brian, there's a chiropractor number right poking. Can you please call that number for me, please? Um, um, and then he reveals that it's revealed that Stewie has killed Lois, and at the end, it's like Peter gets framed, put on trial, he's convicted. But then Lois comes, and he's like, "It was Stewie." And then let's talk about Ollie. Peter got <laughs> Stewie killed Lois, and Peter got one. Peter went to court. <laughs> now part two. And 
<laughs> so anyway, um, so part two, Stewie becomes president for some weird reason. And kind of one of the most underrated family guy musical numbers. Hmm. I got the little list. I got the little list. And I love how they poke fun at um what a bunch of called. They poke fun at um at they poke fun at um they poke fun at HBO. And while we are on the subject, HBO serves a whack for ending the Sopranos with fate of black. Um, but no, I this is a classic Family Guy episode. I love this one. All right. Allie, over to you. All right. My number six is also another two-parter. It is called And Then There Were Fewer. Okay. God one of damn them. it. Why? You're taking all Justin's episodes. That's my number five. Well, guess what? We can talk about this Woo! So I guess we have a joint one then. <laughs> yep. Oh, man. This was definitely one, another interesting episode where they go into a dark side, where they do a murder mystery who done it. And Family Guy has done it so well. And unfortunately, we do lose some characters. Thank God. We, we lose Muriel, a.k.a. Mort's wife. We lose we James lose, Boyd. Uh, Diane Simmons. No, but we lose Diane Simmons, but how did we lose her? You know, why don't we have this be your number six, your number five conversation? Let's just do that and make things go, you know. <laughs> yeah. So pretty much everyone tries to split up, then they don't. They all try to stay together. People get killed. Didn't... Oh, I think I think Ashley Tisdale was in this, and she played James Wood's girlfriend. I didn't... I just realized that. We had huh. other characters like Jillian, played by Drew Barrymore in this episode. Yeah. Unfortunately, we lost Jillian's boyfriend. Yeah. They, got, they were married. They were married at that point. Oh, they were married? You're right. They were married. Yeah, that's when they still had continuing plot threads. Uh, no, wait. I think in a later season, they did have a continuing plot thread with uh, Brian. Like, he had to move out for some reason. All right. I mean, I'll probably let you take over from here, Justin, because I know... Uh, yeah, so this episode's full of twists and turns. Um, this is the beginning of when Family Guy really amped up on their animation. Um, oh, so the opening, though, the opening the and opening the ending is stunning. Like this is when they change the aspect ratio to be uh, widescreen instead of full screen. Which great decision. Now it just takes up my entire screen when because I have a uh HDTV, um, smart TV, really nice picture, and it just 
fits the entire screen now, whereas the previous seasons, nope, just a square. Hmm. Um, yeah, um, I thought everyone was in top form in this episode. Um, I thought it was like really fun seeing James Woods again. Um, even though he died, even though he died. Actually, especially because he died. <laughs> Some um, I for. And uh, yeah, that ending was really funny, especially with uh, Stewie being the one to uh, pull the trigger. If anyone's going to kill her, it's me. Yeah. Do we reveal who was the one killing people? I mean, the episode's been out for years. So if you haven't watched it, please watch it. You know who the killer is. It's Diane Simmons. Yep. <laughs> Why? Because she turned 40. And she tried to blame it all on Tom Tucker. Yep. Well, honestly, all she really had to do was shave his mustache off. <laughs> but you drug him, put him to sleep, then shave it. But that's more of a reference to a, a later episode. Mm. Is that it? Anything else you want to talk about with this one? Um, no, that's it. All right, Bill, we've done our six and five. Now it's time for my number five. My number five is Lethal Weapons. Oh. Lethal Weapons. This is an old, old episode. Oh, Lois doing karate. Yeah, so... Oh, my God. I haven't seen that one in years. So Lois learns to do karate... And Lois learns to do karate and and that and this and and she just becomes a killing machine. And on top of that, there's a crisis in Kohog. Oh. No. And the crisis is it's being invaded by New Yorkers. Oh no, not the New Yorkers. Uh, I, I love that part of the first show. Yeah, summer tourists are gone and we have the place all to ourselves. Until until the fall when those idiots from New York show up to watch the leaves change colors. And then they, the leaves change colors. No, no! And then they all come and then all the New Yorkers are there and I love that part when when they're cleaning up the lawn and they're like, look what all these New Yorkers left on our lawn! The New York Times, the New York Post, Allie, I'm sorry, the New York Mets. Yep. And and then Lois, with her new karate skills, goes goes in and just like kicks all them out of the bar. But then she starts getting with Pete, starts getting angry at Peter. And then and and then. Dethroned him, and I love that neck. 
that part when when Peter's sitting there eating Stewie's graham crackers. He goes, hey, those are my graham crackers. Run along, Stewie. Daddy had a rough night. He goes, I'm going to go find something to strike you with. And 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 Brian goes, Peter, what's wrong? Going, Last night, Lois was bad. And Peter hits, Stewie hits Peter with a bat. And then they go to therapy and find out that they got to stop their anger problems. They try constructive ways by dancing. And then they all kill each other in the end. Yeah, I like this episode. It's funny how they pick, poke fun at everything. And poke fun at New Yorkers, which as fellow New Yorkers, we have a sense of humor. We'll let it go. For we'll now. We'll let it go. But <laughs> it's it's a fun episode. Okay. Allie, what is your number five? Well, my number five is another Christmas special, and it's the telling of the story of the birth of Jesus Christ. Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. Oh, my God. Don't tell me. No, I didn't. Okay. It's not on your list. No. Is it on your list, Bill? Nope. Okay. It's on your list, JT. A lot of references to like the olden times. Like, I mean, it starts off with I don't know them decorating for Christmas, an ad for Southwest Airlines, and how realistic it is nowadays. Ouch. I know. But pretty much, Meg talks about her favorite ornament, which was the manger. And Peter starts telling the story of the birth. When Peter starts telling the story, you know what it's like. Yay, Star Wars! I mean, it wasn't a Star Wars reference, but there was something in the end. So Peter was Joseph. Lois was Mary. She finds out from Bruce the angel that God's going to give you a gift. You're having a baby. Oh. And Lois is trying to save herself. And counseling from Consuela. And then they decide to go to Buffalo to see a share concert. <laughs> oh, goodness. And yes, they had a movie trailer joke with I, I, I. I'm just trying to think what else. I mean, this is a really fun episode. You also got the three wise men. Mm-hmm. Joe, Cleveland, and Quagmire. And I forgot who the king was in the Bible that wanted to kill the baby. Bill, help me out. The baby? Oh, the king? Oh, is it Harad? Herod, yes, Herod. Herod. Played by played by Carter Peter Schmidt. He wanted he wanted to be the the tallest, the most popular one. He's like, all right, we're gonna go kill this baby. I mean, Lois, I don't know how comfortable she was trying to give birth to Stewie, baby Jesus. Where BC comes to AD, how's it going? <laughs> Meg was a donkey, I said. Chris was a drummer boy. And Peter steals the drums, even though Chris is like, but this is the only thing I have to own. Baby wants drums. And just Peter starts <laughs> playing the drums. And then it turns to Star Wars. Where Stewie just... Yes. Stewie, yes. <laughs> Don't turn to Star Wars at the end. There were some jokes I think about... just becomes a TIE fighter or something like that. <laughs> I think there was some joke in between there where... um. Ebenezer Scrooge, they tried to do the whole Ghost of Christmas Pass, but he ends up using the bathroom for a long time and just took up the whole time. 
And I think the irony in the end was there was a man and a woman who was about to have a baby and they just shut him out. That's pretty much the whole story of Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. <laughs> pretty much. Anything else you guys want to say about it? I haven't seen it, so I can't speak of the matter. You have not seen really? Yes. Yeah, so, Oh, so you have not seen Jesus Mary Joseph? I have not seen Jesus Mary Joseph, okay? Can we... No. No, we're, we're moving on. You are going to watch that. Yes, I will watch it on Christmas, okay? All right, on Christmas. Christmas. Um, okay. Well, you can watch it next month because it's Christmas in July. Fair enough. All right. Mary West, number four. All right. My number four pick. I have two Road 2 episodes on this list. And here's my first one. Road to Germany. Oh, yeah. Are you kidding? That's my number two. Yes. You swiped right. <laughs> oh, my God. I have all the Road 2s and my number three, so I'll briefly touch upon that. But go ahead, Justin. So, yeah. Um... This is the episode when Mort accidentally uses the time pad to go back in time to um, Nazi Germany. Um, and Mort is having a horrible time. It's really uncomfortable. He swears a lot in this. Um I, I managed to watch the uncut version of this episode. He swears. There's an uncut version? Yes. I think it's on Hulu. Now I'm going to have to watch it. And it, it it's... This is also the episode where um, Stewie dresses up like Hitler, does the mirror gag with... Yes. Oh, so funny. Oh. One of my favorite parts is the wedding, and if you haven't heard the song on its own without it, it's called Through a Jewish, Through a Village. Hold on, I have it on my like list. Let me pull it up and see if I have it. It's on my like list. Uh, through the Polish, I know what it is. Through Poland to a Jewish village, to a Jewish village. It is such beautiful music. Uh-huh. In a sad, melancholy way. Yeah. Mm. And I'm trying to think. There's also a lot of other references, too. Oh, and they do uh, Back to the Future-esque chase scene with those wacky Nazis. Yes. The German speaking say. uh, Don't forget the German speaking say. The cow goes. He does not. And you know, of course, ah, that's poop. <laughs> well, you know what I also like when they're trying to leave Poland and there's that scene when they disguise more as a priest going, I really like to leave Poland with our friend here who is totally not Jewish. Hi, how about that? Jesus, what a guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a fun episode. It a mess, but it is kind of messed up. Oh, it is. It is. It's so good. Um, okay. Any more to say, Justin, or can I go with my number four? You can go. My number four is Boys Do Cry. Oh. 
Okay, for those who haven't seen that episode, this episode, Lois takes a job as a church organist. Which, okay, one of my favorite gags in the show. When James will hear the sea shanty for me, boyhood. You took my pills and rattled my brain. Do, 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 too much love drives a man insane. And he plays great balls of fire and he's, oh, that's hilarious. And then, so Lois is now a church organist trying to get her family with moral values. And during Mass, which includes probably one of the best Family Guy songs ever. God, you are so cool. But sometimes it's like, what's the deal? You never answer your cell phone, and your answers are sometimes ambiguous. Amen. And there's a part when Stewie is receiving communion because he thinks it's cookie. It's like a cookie, and drinks the wine. Bruce, yeah, all you church going people deserve a little treat. Um, and then Stewie throws up, and they all say he's possessed. And the whole town thinks he's possessed, so they end up going to Texas. Oh. And a family guy cutaway gang that I think is very underrated. We go, we're going to Brian goes, we're going to Texas for religious tolerance. That's like telling sneakers O'Toole to take his sneakers off. Then the cutaway, I don't take my sneakers off. I am sneakers O'Toole. Take them off. No. Take them off. No. <laughs> and Oh, let him go. We we'll never catch him. Not with these shoes. I I still got my sneakers on because I am sneakers so tool. Um, but anyway, it's um, it does show some of the backward stereotypes about the South of them being racist and yeah, yeah, and and um and. But Lois wants to say because she thinks it's going to make her family better. And one of my, and, and of course, there is a cameo by a horse that is voiced by the late, great Gilbert Gottfried. Oh. He voiced the dog whistle too in a later season. Yeah. Hey, do you still do stand up? Yes, I'm in Atlanta next week. Can you get a second? Of course. Yeah, but I think this is just such a fun episode to watch. It really is. All right. All right. That's me. Allie, you're number four. Number four is a Star Wars episode. It's a trap. Yes, I've mentioned this in the honorable mentions. This is the time I talk about it. It is probably the best. First off, episode six is the best Star Wars episode ever. My opinion. But this tops it off on how great it was because you had yes i mean if you haven't seen something something dark side where peter griffin hansel gets crinated he literally shows his ass when he gets crinated you have joe being job of the hut speaking like chicky chicky yaya amila kunis it's so good I mean, you also have appearances from American Dad characters like Klaus, who's the one that says, it's a trap. Yeah. You also have Roger as well from American Dad. Honestly, this was just such a good episode. 
You also, I forgot the match with the Cleveland show in it where Tim the Bears were all the Ewoks. You had Rollo, Cleveland stepson in it, and one of the fighter pilots. Probably one of my favorite scenes was the Pee Wee Herman bike scene. Beijing, <laughs> Mr. Herman, Mr. Pee Wee Herman. That's not my bike. <laughs> I mean, if, let's just say if you if you, if you've seen Star Wars Episode Six, you'll love this version. And they, I think, in the end, they talked about, oh, what about the prequels? And we'll let the Cleveland Show do it. <laughs> now, my question is, since we have the sequels out, what about the sequels? <laughs> Who's doing the sequels? Who is? Apparently, though. Um... Seth MacFarlane really did not want to do this. Uh, it's a trap. Um, or apparently uh, something, something, something dark side. Apparently he just wanted to do the original one and be done with it. But Fox said, no, keep on doing it. And that thing in the opening crawl was apparently true. Fox <laughs> wouldn't let him go direct Ted unless he did this. <laughs> <laughs> So you can't direct that unless he does a Star Wars. That's sad. So, yeah. So I guess that means no prequel. No sequel. No. No spin-off. No Rogue One. No Mandalorian. No! No Kenobi. No well, then again, do you really want to see Herbert the Parvet as a young Obi Wan? No. <laughs> but then again, same for the prequels. Oh my God. <laughs> and if you think about it, you'd get teenage Herbert the Pervert. Think about who he went after then. Mm, that's creepy. <laughs> All right. Let's get to our top three before I, before I die of laughter. All right. Justin. So I'm going old on this one. I mean old. How old? The boom. The boom. What? It's the first chicken fight. This yep, episode. It is I the think very first chicken fight. Oh, the Y2K uh, episode. Why, you son of a bitch. I forgot to mention, in the Star Wars thing, guess who was Boba Fett? The chicken. That chicken. Ernie the chicken. I forgot to mention that the whole staring thing too, the whole nodding. Oh my gosh. Mm. 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 Well, we're waiting. Oh, All right, get back to the Y2J thing. Oh. That was a boom. <laughs> and that was so, like Yes. This was the first chicken fight. After Ernie the Chicken gave him a bad coupon, Peter starts the fight. Oh, wow. I love the... Just want to make that clear. Peter started the fight. 
after Ernie gave him a bad coupon. Jan shot. Uh, Han shot first. Peter started the fight. Are we sure it wasn't the chicken man because he gave him the coupon? I still believe it's the chicken man. You know what my favorite part of that episode, though, is? What? Randy Newman. Left foot, right, right foot. Left foot, right foot. Left foot, right foot. That is like the best part of the episode. Yes. Um. Also, just seeing like how weird the town of Quahog got after the the explosions and the nuclear fallout. It was just Quagmire and Cleveland became uh, Clevemire. Oh wow! Um, joke. No, this wasn't an April Fool's joke, was it? No, this was a Y two K episode. Oh, what happens at the end of this after all this chaos? It turned out to be all a dream by the char- a character on Dallas. Mm. What? And and it was with real life actors too. It, the the real cast of of Dallas was like, I just had the weirdest dream. About an episode of Family Guy where the town blew up and Stewie was an octopus, and then the guy was like, "It'll be okay." What's Family Guy? Like in that soap opera mm. kind of way, right? Because remember, we're we're talking about Dallas here. But yeah, this episode is absolutely insane. You notice the theme in my picks. I go for the insane picks. <laughs> All right. Is that it for you for number three? Uh, yes, that is it. Okay, my number three is... I'm just including all of them in one of the Star Wars parodies. Um... I think we definitely covered a lot about it. But I I really like how in the first one when they're like the blue harvest going, the power's are out. Well, we can tell stories. Dad, why don't you tell the story? Goes, we had to scrub the afterbirth for me. Now here's a story of blah, 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 blah. This is a story of Star Wars. Let's start with part four. And they're doing the opening for all going, yep, this movie, I forgot what it was. After this is done, go watch it. I, I watched it after hockey. It's actually pretty good during the opening brawl. A New Hope. Yes. And JT should have known JT. I love the scene. No, no, there, there was another movie that was para- they, they were talking about in the opening brawl. It was It was some. Yeah, I don't remember. Okay. Um, I don't remember baseball. I don't remember the movie he was talking about in the opening brawl. Okay. Um, but I, but I love how they had Herbert as Obi-Wan. Which we've discussed. When we like, have discussed a lot. And I do not want to die of laughter, Bill. And I remember, I'm going to show you to use the force. It surrounds us. It penetrates us. Mm. 
your fat space ass back here. I, I, I love that going. Sorry, sorry, this private party. I'm a friend of Dave Navarro's. You're a friend of Dave Navarro's. You saw me here last week. I seem like a pretty cool dude. I saw you here last week. You seem like a pretty cool dude. Move along. Move along. No. Um, <laughs> and my favorite joke in the movie in this one, and the reason why Mark Hamill will never be in an episode of Family Guy. But the late Carrie not... Fisher was. What was that? But the late Carrie Fisher was. I'm yeah. not solo. Captain of the Millennium Falcon and the only actor whose career, whose career was not destroyed by this movie. But that is why Mark Hamill will never appear in an episode of Family Guy because of that joke. Yeah. Um, oh, and I just want to say to Mark Hamill, dude, get over it. Oh, it was a, it was a joke. Wait, I remember at the end of the Star Wars parodies, they always made fun of Robot Chicken. And Chris Griffin, who was voiced by Seth Green, would just swear Family Guy out. And then, of course, I love the um, other, with Stewie as Darth Vader in the second one, going, I am your father. We have tacos tonight. We only tacos on Friday. Well, today's Friday. And I love, and the, and the last one, which they already talked about. And of course, I'll say the show again. And that's Star Wars. What about the prequels? Oh, the Cleveland show is going to do that. Uh, you know what? Unpopular opinion. I actually didn't think the Cleveland show was that bad. It wasn't that great either. Like, it was it, all right. I think it gets more hate than it deserves. Yeah. C- can we all say that's a fair assessment? Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't perfect, but it wasn't terrible. Um, it felt like American Dad. Yes. Um, you all know about American Dad. Okay, so that's my number three. Allie, your number all three. All right, my number three is a crossover between The Family Guy and The Simpsons. Really? Yes. I remember when this episode came out, or they were previewing it, everybody was going nuts, myself included. I definitely, I mean, this was an hour, but it just felt so awesome to see Family Guy in the Simpsons verse and also seeing all the controversy it has. Where they find out that the Pawtucket Ale is actually duck beer. Yeah. And they go to court about it. And surprisingly, you want to know who the judge is? Who? Fred Flintstone. Well, I'll get back into more of that later. I know in the beginning, pretty much the Griffins try to leave town because Peter posted an inappropriate article for women. As always. They go to the Simpsons. They lose their car. Homer and Peter pretty much try to get it through a car wash in which an old man stole it. Forgot the old man. The one with the beard. No man. All right. Stewie pretty much tries to hurt any of Bart's, you know, bullies or enemies, including Skinner. Skinner! Hopefully one day, folks. Top 10 Simpsons episode. Hopefully one day. I cannot do the Simpsons. There's too many of them. All right. Guess I gotta have to do that by myself one day because JT's never seen an episode of The Simpsons either. No, there's too many. Are you kidding me, JT? I've seen a good amount of them, but there's too many to pick. Okay, I'm going back. 
Have you watched any adult animated show? I'm sorry, Allie. Again, you will be watching our number one picks and reacting to them. And by the way, you should also be watching our number one picks for South Park too, JT. Oh, yeah. Watch the yeah, I can let you get off that easy. You have to do reaction. Okay. But we pretty much, again, Stewie wants to kidnap a poo because he wants to stay a poo. Meg, Lisa gives Meg confidence and then Peter takes it back. And then to wrap it all up, we get, as the comic book guy says, worst chicken bites ever. Mm. Which, in my opinion, was probably one of the better chicken bites. You know, I'll say this. I'm glad you, um, listen, I respect your opinion, Allie, but I'll be honest. To me, I remember, I remember the day they were hyping this up. And when I, myself included, I was super hyped. And when I watched it, I'll be honest, I was kind of, I walked away from it kind of, meh, it was okay. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't hate it. I just like, Mm. It, was, it wasn't great. It, wasn't it was great. definitely more Family Guy than it was Simpson. Of well, course. Now we got now Dan Castanella has to do one plus Matt Groening and everybody else who's in that has to do a Simpson version of Family Guy. Well, because when Family Guy first came out, they they branded it as a Simpsons ripoff. Yeah. Then what is? Oh wait, no. So, and then I think remember in our South Park episode. Yeah, and I think this is your pick, Justin. It was the episode where the Simpsons did it with all the plots and stuff. Simpsons did it. Simpsons <laughs> did it. Well, because all the animators, Matt Groening, like when South Park, Matt Groening of the Simpsons, the guys from King of the Hill, Parker, Matt Stone, they hate Family Guy. Like when South Park did that parody of Family Guy and made fun of them and like torch and like torch them. The Simpsons creators sent them flowers, and and the creators of King of the Hills told South Park, Trey Parker, Matt Stone, that they were doing God's work. <laughs> so Family Guy is not well liked in that community. Unfortunately. Okay. All right, let's get to our final two. Okay, Mayor West. All right. So... <clears throat> I had to decide whether I want this to be my number two or my number one pick. I ultimately decided it's going to be my number two pick. It's going to be Road to the Multiverse. I think I'm about to spoil you, JT. It's, it's her number one pick, probably. It's my number one pick. And so I, I, I am officially done with my top ten. Thank you, Justin. I put. I actually have the Road Twos in my. Oh, I put them all in my number two, so... I thought you were going to say all to your number one. That so, JT, write this down. Your first episode you have to watch is The Road to the Multiverse. So, Road to the Multiverse. Um, Stewie enters a pig breeding contest and wins the prize for his genetically modified pig that he got from an alternate universe where Christianity does not exist. I get with Meg still being beautiful, she's still the ugly one. I know, that's the funniest part. She's like, to us, she looks like a bombshell, and yet to everyone else, she's still ugly. 
Because what you see now is your will be in a wheelchair. And yeah, um, I think, what was it? Quagmire gets AIDS and solves it with a pill. Not just pill, Tylenol. <laughs> and then I think in that universe, it's like, oh, do you have to make a poop or a pee? A poop. Poop goes into another universe. And that comes back. So then they start exploring the multiverse a little bit. Um, we get the Flintstone universe. We get the universe where the United States never entered World War II. We get a Japanese version of them. Yep, we get... Um, the two-headed the universe. universe. The Ice Age universe, where we finally get to see Brian's poop. Yep. I think uh, I know what order. The, you get the universe where everybody has to take a poop at the same time. You get a universe where um, there's Disney. nobody except for one random guy. <laughs> yes, you get the Disney universe, and you get the robot chicken universe. It's a wonderful day for pie. And we know the reason why they couldn't stay in the Disney universe, and that was such a great universe, except Meg being Ursula. And yeah, and you know what? There's two universes I want to bring up. One of them is my favorite. It's actually this is a weird one, the block universe. <laughs> Where is my supper? Well, I well, I have it soon. I forgot that. Yeah. Yes, quite too. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Right. I'm frightened. Let's go. And also, okay, this one, this one universe, I want to dedicate this one to our very, very dear friend. Guess who it is? Dr. Oh. Matt Hemsley. Dr. Matt Hemsley. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Matt. Um, it's the episode when everything is like a New York political, New York Times political card. Oh, yes. <laughs> Oh, I totally get. It. Oh God, there's a, there's a, there's a cat crying and something. Which, which, I think. Which, I know, oh, that'll wake them up. I know the final universe. Everything switches where humans are pretty much the pets and the dogs are the ones living a human life. I love how they show Brian as a human. Yes, probably the best part of it is. Well, if you want me to look it up, go ahead. So he just takes a poop and he tells Brian to pick up his poop. Pick up my poop. Pick up my poop. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you pick up that poop. Mm. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So that's your I'm... number two? Yes, that's my, my number two. My number two, it's all the road twos of multiverse is probably my favorite. Um, Road to Germany, we talked about, so I won't yep. get much onto that one. I think that's oh, we're on the road, road to Rhode Island. That was well, that's first... when Brian tries to find his mom, right? Yeah, I gotta admit, that's a very heartbreaking episode. Yeah, and I know the other when he went to the and... farm that he was born and found out that his dog, that his mother had passed on, and they had her stuffed. Oh. oh. I know then there was Road to Wooper, which Brian That was, a, that was a good one. Yeah, those are the Road Twos are just absolutely hilarious. Just of how much Stewie and Brian, how much they could really get into. Yeah. I love yeah. the trying, and this is a recent one. They're trying to show Chris history to get him to pass the class, and the end is 
It's on the Titanic. Oh. Yeah. The oh, you guys know my answers are done. I I have no more twos and ones. So Donnie, oh, you your number two. My oh, two yeah. was North of Germany. My number one was Road to Multiverse. Okay, Oops. so Justin, um, I guess we gotta oh, get the number I one. Guess I gotta bring it home. So JT, listen well. Here's your other two number ones. You have to. I'm the one who brings yeah. it. My number one. one is called the Splendid Source. Okay. This is the episode where Peter, the Joe, Quagmire, and Cleveland, who is back for this episode only because he never comes back, guys. He's not coming back. He has his own show. But they still, no, he does come back. I know. I'm making, making, that was sarcasm. (laughs) Um, They go on an epic journey to find the world's dirtiest joke. And they, they're asking everyone. They're asking Ario Speedwagon, who heard it from a friend 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 who's a Virginia bartender. <laughs> like I, I'm I'm a sucker for these globe trotting adventures that they go on. Um and I love how it, it begins with this one joke that Peter cannot stop peeing himself over. <laughs> and they don't reveal the joke in the televised version, but in the uncensored version, I think they do. Uh, I thought they did reveal the joke. <laughs> maybe they did, maybe they didn't. I thought it was censored. Like they did, but then they had to kill people. Ah. That was a part of it too. Hmm. That was a good episode. It was, wasn't it? So I guess I'm uh, any more to say, Justin, or? Uh, That's all I got to say. All right, JT, how are you feeling about those two episodes so far? Now, the last, my number one. It was That's another one that I was thinking, but then I thought, you know what? I really like this one better, and I love the episode of this. My number one, PTV. Oh, okay, PTV. Oh, this, oh, this is with the FT, FCC song. Yep. They'll clean you up all like your talking, you know? Well, you shouldn't, because it's mine. Okay. I'm gonna freaking FCC. Hey, it's my episode. I'm talking about it. Um, we're interrupting again, putting a cutaway gag in of JT watching these episodes. Um, anyway, um, I okay. There was an incident on the um Emmys that Peter missed because he was at Meg's school play, and the FCC goes crazy and starts censoring things, hmm. and and then we. And so then Peter decides to start his own network, PTV, where they do dirty, where they do, where they show just dirty stuff. It's a joke that that Justin said. It's the side boob hours. You like that side boob? It will be sure it because it's nice. Good night, everybody. That side boob. Peter, you left me no choice. I call the FCC. 
And then and thus, do, do, they do, go into the FCC song. Which is probably one of the best Family Guy songs ever. Agreed. There is Sam's Ocean. There's no Nick with the fellas at the freaking FCC. They're the stuffiest. Oh, they performed the Scourges at the Emmys. Yes, they did. What was that? They performed us at the Emmys. Yeah, I love that part at the end. It goes, without it, the Americans would have to learn to read. <laughs> oh, my God. I love the song. And I love. So after that, they decide to basically censor real life. Yep. And you know what? Okay, I got to get into my stuffy professor mode now, don't I? What? Hi, class. My name is Professor Murphy. You signed up for this class for this semester. Um. Are any of you going to transfer out of this class? Why? I like that this episode is a commentary on censorship. It's, it's basically a commentary on censorship. And if it's, you know, if it's, if overly censorship is necessary once you think about it. Can it be censored politically? Because that's all I want. And and you know, it's like the scene when they go to wash to Washington and they're like, We support the FCC. You need to clean up your act. And then they start looking at the people with dirty saying that people with dirty minds, the Washington Monument, how it looks like a mm-mm-mm. Yep. And then and then saying well, there was something weird about the Lincoln Memorial. Huh. So, yeah, that Seth MacFarlane does a commentary on over-censorship, and I love it. Oh, cheeky bastard, I remember that going, where's the roast I said for my boss? Well, it's in my intestine. You cheeky bastard, my boss supposed to eat that. Well, let's see, he likes it well done. He's going home hungry. <laughs> So this is my favorite Family Guy episode. So JT, the three that you're gonna watch are Road PTV. to Multiverse, well, Road to Multiverse, PTV, and the Splendid Source. So those are your three you're gonna watch. I took note. Don't worry. And guess what? Justin and I we're gonna be there, aren't we, Justin? I won't be there. Maybe. I have to work. Well, I can't there. wait to see the live reaction to those three episodes. Well. And we're gonna, and it's gonna be wonderful, isn't it, Justin? Oh yes. We can't wait. They can't wait to go see it, to see my reaction to all the to their top family guys. Well, that's gonna have to wait for another day, so don't worry. But um, but there you have it. That's our their top ten Family Guy episodes. I want to thank. Mighty Bill Murphy, of course, uh, aka Peter Griffin tonight. Stewie <laughs> Griffin, aka Allie Wiener, as well, and Doctor Doctor Professor Justin Favaro as Peter Adam West. JT, yes. JT, 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 JT. What? Hi. <laughs> we better end the stream before anything goes down. Uh, anyways, but uh, we want we want to thank you all for watching, listening. However, you enjoyed us tonight. This was a very I think we this was on the docket for a while. We took care of it tonight. Um, 
If you like what you, if you like what you've heard here, subscribe to us on YouTube. We do this every Wednesday. This is on Thursday this week, but next week we'll have to wait and see. But we're, okay. we'll, we'll be back to Wednesday sooner than later. We yes, just Bill. have to say, uh, we it it has been on the last couple of weeks. We've been doing it on Thursday. Yes, just because things have been coming up. We all have lives outside of the show. Um, we do. Hopefully soon we will be back on track and we'll be back to doing it Wednesday nights. Yeah. We will be sooner than later. I can guarantee you that. Um, and uh, we're not yeah. permanently moving to Thursdays. Everyone, no, relax. no, yeah. no. We, we, it's only temporarily on Thursdays for the time being. But I mean, we'll, we'll we're going to talk about that after the show, and we're going to figure out for the next week as well. So don't worry about that. Um, but thank you as much for, so much for watching, listening, however you enjoyed us tonight. And um, yeah, so for all of us here at the Super Show, thanks so much for listening to our the, the top ten Family Guy episodes, and I will see you guys. Next week, so stay safe, take care, and be awesome. Be awesome. And don't forget, the bird is the word. And don't forget, check out the Sports Insanity podcast there on all, that, all on all networking platforms. We're awesome. You are so welcome. Anyways. <laughs>